Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, hell yeah, we do. It's so good. It's back. It's so good. It's better than season four. And yeah. we're happy. We're very happy. Um, what episode did we watch today? Uh, it was called... Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm on Google uh, Documents well, instead of right Evernote. Here, so so we'll it's right called there. Basic Intergluteal Numismatics. Which you said was coin shit. Numismatics is about coins and intergluteal as, as I, Matt, That's that I figured. That's Matt the one that I figured out. out was about butts. <laughs> he said, is that about butts? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, this episode uh, was written by Eric Summers. Yes. Which you have a note about over there. Uh, well, we were figuring out, we were trying to figure out if he had written shit in the past. Yep. This is his first episode of Community that he wrote, although he was a, a co-executive producer for a while, which I believe is code for staff writer. Uh-huh. Um, and he's written some other stuff. He wrote some American Dads. He wrote a couple happy endings. And uh, he wrote on Drawn Together and Crank Yankers. All right. All right. So uh, he's got experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's thank Alex Machine of Slacktree.com. Yes, sir. For our theme song. Which is great. It's good stuff. Uh, do you we want to break CFL stuff at the top or at the bottom? Uh, what? Are, what? Like uh, that they can hear it at a certain place. Oh, yeah. Just go do the thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, we're going to do a CFL episode, uh, which will be in the same feed as this that this is in. Yeah. This is this explanation is going swimmingly. Um, sure. CFL, by the way, is Community Fantasy League. Yeah, not Canadian Football League. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do the first uh, CFL episode, which will be in the same feed as Shut Up Leonard. Uh, that will drop tomorrow, Friday the tenth, and then uh, going forward after that, it will be on its own feed. Which you could find on BenvyNetwork.com, probably BenvyNetwork.com slash CFL. That well, that right now directs to the Facebook page. Yeah. So, do you think it should it should continue to do that, or should we get a new thing? You're right. We'll probably have that direct now to the yeah. That's probably podcast. That what makes I more think. sense. Yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> so keep keep an eye out for that if you're in the CFL. Um, if you just or if you just want to keep up with it. Yeah. If you I, want to be, I don't know what kind of psychopath is doing that. Well, if you maybe maybe they came into this late, you know, and they were uh, like, "Oh shoot, well let's still hear it." Yeah, well you can still join the CFL at a penalty as we decided. Yeah, but that's done now, right? Uh, Are we going to keep adding more penalty to it? Mm, we'll see. Okay, we'll see if there's interest. Yeah, uh, probably did, not. <laughs> you got you got little espies. I, I did. Okay, good. Espie <laughs> was one of the late late comers in the in the CFL. Anyway, let's talk about this episode. This episode, basic intergluteal numismatics. Basic coin butts. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you speak Latin. I do. <laughs> uh, this is about the ass crack bandit. Yes. Uh, which, w- was this mentioned on the show in the third season, or is this something that they're mm-hmm. retconning? 
I, I honestly don't remember. Here's what's happening right now. I'm Googling Community <laughs> Ass Crack Bandit. Well, you're going to find a lot of hits about tonight's episode. That's true, but, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll see what I can but let me up. Let me describe uh, the style. It's 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 kind of like the Law & Order episode. Uh, it's 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 the Zodiac. Period. But yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it's more in the Zodiac territory. Yes, which is, We're, a, I mean, it's a great movie, Zodiac. Oh, it's good. People I just, don't recognize that movie enough, I, I just don't like it because the ending is is like, oh, and that's it. Well, what do you want to do? They never caught the Zodiac. Oh, no, they didn't. But also, like, the movie dramatizes parts that don't, like, you you have to follow the truth. Yeah. So, they so like, they in the movie, they present possibilities that weren't actually possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, wait, why didn't they follow up on that? Yeah. But it's it's because it's made up for the movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's still good. That's movie. my problem with it. Okay. But, you yeah, know, it's definitely entertaining. Uh, Yeah. But that's what this episode is a parody of. Most definitely. It's uh and it's a good parody of it. Yes, it is. It's an entertaining parody. Yes. Of it. Like community parodies always are. In, uh, except in season four. And yeah. And in 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 and it's completely yeah, it's totally in that same vein of uh of Zodiac. It's it's great. Yeah. I I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone's it, going around dropping coins <clears throat> and butts. No, I wanna so that's the overarching plot. We're we're figuring that out. Yeah. Um, there's some, there's some trouble where Annie thinks it's a, it's a teacher, but the Dean won't let her investigate that. Yes. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Jeff is secretly helping her with that. Um, some, some of the people we know are victims. Yes. Uh, but let's start at the beginning because this is kind of an interest, interesting thing. This episode opens with, a, a like a grand opening ceremony of Shirley sandwiches. Yes. Which I believe is a flashback and you disagree. Well, Here's I want to I want to explain the situation then then we'll see. Okay. So we see the the ribbon cut and um, the, her Shirley's two sons sing um, "Creep" Creep by Radiohead. Which, <laughs> yeah. That's like the perfect song to play for this moment. Yeah, it's it super weird no that they're singing for a, it for a sandwich shop opening. <laughs> and uh, we we see the the bandit strike. The ass crack bandit was first mentioned in the season two episode Intro to Political Science. Annie was running for student body president at the time, and apprehending the bandit was one of her major campaign promises. Oh shit. That's from the community wiki. And that fits into this episode because she does mention that she at the at the she time of the original him. was trying to stop him. Yeah. Because we see the opening uh, credits are put over Annie's scrapbook of all the, the news clippings about yes. the bandit. God, this show is so good. Yeah. And it's it's brilliant. All the yeah. little clippings have the you know some of them have the funny headlines. Yeah, uh, one of them includes like a very generic drawing of someone bending over with a coin <laughs> yeah. going like into a the diagram, butt. like a diagram. Yeah. Like this is what happens, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, and and a lot of like false starts and and stuff like it's just so great. And Annie's handwriting going like, oh, this is not it, or it doesn't follow the mo, or like conspiracy theories. There's one where it's like. Greendale human beings, 24 to 1, 24 plus 1 yeah. equals 25, <laughs> a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And Fantastic. then and then we come to uh, the the next part where there's a press meeting where the dean is fielding questions yeah. uh, with a bunch of flashbulbs <laughs> going off and, yeah. and reporters asking him questions about... From the about, Greendale Gazette and the Greendale Mirror. Yes. Two, uh, now two separate pair, papers. Yeah, they split. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, the, the, the here... 
it's put out oh, that can it's I talk been about one, of the... one year since, at least a year since yeah. the last hit. Which to me proves that the Shirley Sandwich thing was a flashback. But what I'm going to say to you is the sign that we see there for Shirley Sandwiches is not the same sign that we'd seen before sh- for Shirley Sandwiches. Uh, it may be a flashback. Time dilation. It's, it's retconning. <laughs> time dilation is what That's I'm, I'm telling you. I, I, can, I can believe it as a flashback. If yeah. you understand it that way, I'll see it that way too. Because it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't... I don't know... <laughs> Sorry, because excuse me. We're both sick, by the way, so there may be some coughing. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a toughie. Uh, because I thought, as far as I understood, Shirley Sandwiches was closed at Greendale. Yes. So it would make also sense to me that this was a, a reopening. But then the one year later doesn't fit. But they never say one year later. Yes, they do. What are you talking about? When it says they say one, one year, year later. later. It says, it says one it on year. the screen. Yes, oh, I missed it. We just rewatched it too because we had to go back and figure out who wrote it. I missed it. Yeah, I was so into the newspaper. It comics. absolutely says one year. Later. Okay, well then, good. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, uh, I want to talk about one of the headlines that was in the in the paper, uh, which mentions a fountain pooper was right. caught and, right. and was suspected of maybe also being the Asgard Bandit. Uh-huh. Which uh, between this and herpes, comma water fountains, there are some severe problems with the water fountains at Greendale. Well, I think those two things are directly related. <laughs> I'm gonna put it that way. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um. Also, uh, let's not forget in the past, uh, at one point in season three, uh, you had to char- it was a charge to use the water fountains. Right. So just on a whole lot of levels, don't use water fountains if you're ever at Greendale. <laughs> um, <coughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. You take it for a minute. Okay. I don't know what, <laughs> so, I'm, I don't know what I'm saying right now. So we, we, we cut to the present day, which is one year oh, later. One interesting thing that I thought was kind of funny. So the, they're all taking, it's that thing of the press meeting where there's a bunch of flash bulbs going off on the, yeah. on the Dean. I thought he would enjoy having his picture taken. Do you think it's because he's not dressed up enough? Uh, I think, I think it's, it's not, it's in the much like Troy and butt stuff. <laughs> uh, only when it's in the right context. Okay. Um, and also, I think he, he, you know, it was bad PR for the school, which That's is true. why he was uh, under a lot of stress. On well. top of that, Marvin Humphreys thing. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of bad stuff. Things are things are piling up against Greendale. Uh-huh. Um, so we're in the study room now. Uh, it, uh, uh, Hickey is once again sitting in Pierce's seat. Yeah. Um, and Duncan comes back. I think we can presume that this is supposed to be a meeting of the Save Greendale committee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Yeah. Duncan comes back, mm-hmm. which is um terrific. Yeah. He explains why he was away. Uh, which is <laughs> he was taking care of his sick mother. She's still sick, but he put in his time. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Fantastic. Duncan's back. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. He starts hitting on Britta immediately. Obviously. <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. I don't th- feel like he hit on Britta so like so hard in the previous season. Season one, he was definitely hitting on her. Oh, that's true. He was like competing with Jeff for. Yeah, I mean, in his mind, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. to anyone else. Not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So they, they have a meeting to discuss the, the Ass Crack Bandit. Um, uh, Dean puts Jeff on the case yeah. instead of Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Jeff replies by just playing Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Or, you know, was that. I don't. I, those weren't real Fruit Ninja sound effects. No. I liked them though. There's you, can, you can't handle the fruit was one of them, and then uh, you, it was said like the one that he thought was racist was like you got a pineapple penalty fool was one of them. Yeah, uh, which is great. I, I really I want to play the the racist bad Jack Nicholson impression version of Fruit Ninja. Yeah, uh, I I really like the um, they also have a in that first dead room scene they have a a letter from the S Crack Bandit. Yes. Which is uh, in the same style as like the Zodiac thing, where yeah, it's Zodiac just rambling, yeah. <laughs> rambling nonsense. Yeah, 
Um, there's one line in a later, I don't remember which letter, but I want to mention it now okay. where, where he says in, in the letter, he says, I am, I am the great change or I am the change or something. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what he, how he words it, but I just yeah. love <laughs> because change, is change puts in people's butts. <laughs> Perfect. Fantastic. <clears throat> so, uh, Annie figures out that it's a teacher because the only way to get from one time the ass crack bandit hit three, three people, people in a row. And her best time going between those three points was 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but there, you, there could be a shortcut through the teacher's lounge. Yeah. And that would, that would, uh, give them enough time. Yeah. Um, so what, what happens next? There's a lot. I think Troy gets hit next. Yes. Troy is, is talking to Abed on the, on his cellular telephone. Or he's leaving a message. Yeah. Um, but he's doing it like he's talking to him. Yes. And he says, what did Annie get us for dinner? Which I love that, that she is just in charge of, of getting well, the feeding. And them. then she said, I hope he said, I hope it's, it's not, not salad. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, I'd really rather just go to the meat store. <laughs> Which um, you know, I think maybe is in the same vein as uh, as uh, the great Paul Tompkins bit about the king hat. I thought yeah, I was going to say the, that sounds very PFTS. The Brooklyn Nine Nine bone person instead of skeleton. Uh, I think there's already a word for that. Yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah. I think maybe meat stores what uh, he calls a, a butcher or a deli. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that, that was great. He um he so he's uh, he's uh t- leaving a message for Abed, and then he spies a teddy bear on yeah. the floor. <laughs> Bends over to pick it up, and that's when they he gets cracked. Strike. Yes. <laughs> um. And and Abed responds by getting blankets and cuffs. <laughs> yes, because that's how you comfort people in movies. <laughs> There's so many blankets and so many cups. Yeah, he's got the little table, the kind of coffee table by the couch in the study room is just is covered <laughs> with cups. Literally, there's not an inch of free space. It's all cups. That's pretty great, and all Good of all of stuff. Hickey's responses to this are fantastic. Yes, because he's a real cop. Yes, he's seen real shit go down. As he said in the last episode, I've seen heads used for things other than heads. And in this, he's just completely disgusted by everyone's <laughs> yeah. like taking it so seriously. Although he is the one who wants to get the bag for the note that came out of the teddy bear's butt. Well, yeah, well, because he's still a cop. Yeah, he's got to do a real I think investigation. He's still doing... <laughs> yeah, but it's just really funny. Uh, what's oh so. I don't remember what's next. Well, next, my next note here. Well, I got a note about how this is kind of generally about the episode. Uh, three episodes in, and just uh, literally the lighting I've noticed is a lot darker this season than it has been in the past. Greendale is a, a, a much dimmer place, which I think kind of I reflects feel like the uh, specifically this episode, though. It's... Specifically this episode, but also the last two, even the Nick Cage episode. Yeah, I guess. Um, which I think is reflective of the the kind of the the toll that has happened to Greendale, and the uh, how it's it's in a darker place now. <laughs> yeah, I also think it's important to note, like pretty much every time we see outside during this episode, it's raining. Yes, yeah. And I don't know if it's supposed to take place over one day or like a week. Well, I think it's that's just also, constantly yeah, raining. It's, uh, it's I think a mood. That's, a, that's part of the zodiac thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, then my next note is um, backwards chain. <laughs> so insane and creepy very creepy the creepiest um uh basically this is a plan by dean to get the ass crack bandit (laughs) where chang is wearing a wig over his face are you sure the dean thought of this i think it well as we know about the fake butt i think him well yeah but him and chang might have worked together yeah this might have been a collabo because chang very very much dove into this role chang is way into this um, so he's wearing a wig over the front of his face and a sort of a fake face on the back of his head. Uh-huh. Um, and he's walking backwards. Yes, he's walking backwards. And he, he's, and then he has a fake butt. A fake butt. Well, which would be on his 
crotchal region. Yes. Which he will then use to tempt the ass crack bandit. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, he will still be facing that way. And so you can see who it is. Him. Yeah. Um, it's very creepy. Uh, very and hilarious. And points out, you just proved that you already owned a fake butt. Yes, Dean owns a fake butt. Um, should, we delve, should we go into what's going on Look, with that butt? We already talked about, uh, when we were recapping season one, the anatomically correct <laughs> penis. Yes. But there's... what? Do you, okay. You're the D. You don't even want to know. <laughs> what are you doing with that fake butt? Because I was, there's no... There's no butthole on that butt. <laughs> Here's what you do. Well, we're gonna get real. We're gonna get down to the nitty gritty of this. You hot dog and you're doing the thing where it's the bun and you're. <laughs> you know what no, I'm no, saying? No. You don't even need the hot dog. Listen. <laughs> you. You. I don't know how to describe this. What are you doing with that fake butt? You make a pretend person laying face down on the couch. Yes. He would make it Jeff, of course. Obviously. You put the butt there. <laughs> you do a massage and then you do a butt grab. So you think he has a fake butt just to grab a fake butt? And pretend it's Jeff, yeah. Mm, I don't feel like that's enough. Maybe sometimes he doesn't feel confident with his own butt and he wants to put on a fake butt <laughs> and make his butt bigger. Like uh, Steve Zahn in that one movie. There's a couple of people who are... Not Steve Zahn, it was Sam Rockwell, the character. They are both in the movie. Which movie? Uh, they were, they were two, there were two singers who got confused for Safe Crackers. Safe Men was the name of the film. Oh, right. And Sam Rockwell has a fake, has, has prosthetic Well, it's buttons. also a real product now for women called Booty Pop. No, it's been a real product for women for a while. Well, but they, I've, when the, within the past two years, I've heard of it. It's been specifically branded booty pop. booty pop. Yeah. Okay. So you, I don't think this is Booty Pop for Dean. Oh, this is not. Well, probably not, but I'm just saying, look. He probably has a multitude of fantasies, <laughs> and on a given day, he'll decide which one he can pull off in his office. Just <laughs> okay, like so, this is in the first so episode when like, Jeff, uh, when first episode of the season when Jeff came in and he was standing around in his underwear. So the, yeah. he was probably pulling something right there, <laughs> and I'm not going to say what he was pulling. So this is like you know you'll have a you'll have a PlayStation Three at home, but you only bring the Vita to work. He's got a real right. doll at home, maybe, but the butt is just for the office. I don't know about a real doll. I think Dean might have. I think Dean has has a real doll or a real doll equivalent. Look, I think. Do they also... make male real dolls? Oh, um, come on. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get into the dead rubber girl territory. <laughs> what we are going to get into is uh, Ass Crack Bandit. <laughs> okay, yeah, we've gotten kind of off track. Reel it here. back, reel it back. Um... At some point during this episode, I, I don't know if you have the note of the exact timing, but they bring in Neil. Fat Neil, Fat Neil as a radio DJ they don't called Real Neil. But that was he's been a he's, he's been, been a DJ. yeah. Have I where is my brain? Season three, uh, Pillow Town versus Blanket, uh, right? He was the DJ, yeah. and he played uh, that song they always play. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. The song that they oh Daybreak, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Daybreak, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil, it's been established that Neil is the host of the. Right. Uh, well, I just love that character as well. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this great. is real Neil. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Fat Neil is the DJ, and, and and the whole, all of Greendale is kind of, at this point, they have a lot of change. Yeah. It surely changes the prices on her on her sandwiches, so they're a five, $5 even. Yeah. No quarters, yes. no coins. Um, and and there beca- uh, the Ashcrack Bennett becomes almost a, a folk hero in a weird way. There's like a guy who's dressed as with a comically well, think, large coin yeah. and a band. Not a folk hero, but like a like a pop culture icon. I yeah, like know. a prank. Yeah. A prank icon. Yeah. Like like people would pull off a fake version. Like yeah, there would yeah. be uh, imitators. Yes. But like not real, like jokey. Yeah, imitators. jokey imitators. Yeah. Um, uh, 
And then what happens next? The the order of things is kind of hard to keep up here. Yeah. It, it's so perfect in the episode. Yeah, it really is. Well, uh, it was kind of... Like, the pacing is great. Yeah. When's the, the assembly where Vicky gets cracked? Uh, probably around here. Yeah. Well, that's that's where um, he's... Well, also, part of the... <laughs> I'm part of the. Uh, oh, they the do the fever. thing where they do the thing where they figure out Annie and Jeff figure out that it's a Dave Matthews fan. Yes, because I think that's um, after this, though. No, it's before. Okay, I remember it's before because I can't place it. I know it's a reference to something where they're like, "Oh, let's figure out who who we know who's a who's a fan of Dave Matthews." And Jeff turns on the radio playing he plays classical music. music. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, but it's like a very specific classical piece. That it is he, that it turns on. It, it Annie is starts typing something. on the computer, and she immediately finds the information, and she turns off the music and goes done. And he yeah. goes, oh, that was I thought faster. it would take longer. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know. What, I know it's referencing something, but I just can't remember what. Uh, We'll figure it out. But yeah, the next one is is the Jaws reference. I remember it goes in that order. Uh, I think yeah. it's a Jaws reference. I don't know about that. The assembly? To which... Uh, because it's just like the mass panic. I, I mean, I guess that's the, there's mass panic in a lot of films. Okay. I feel like this one is very... Jazzy. What specifically? Because it's like one person says it, then the next person, and then the whole crowd panics. That's <laughs> you've just you've described mass panic. You know, sometimes <laughs> I run into a theater and I yell fire, and I just. <laughs> <see what happens. laughs> um, but the, the dean is giving us, and also at some point during the Ascrap Bennett fever, Leonard was selling um overalls. As, <laughs> he called them protective pants or yes, something. Yeah. Oh god, um, Leonard's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dean is giving a, a, a lecture basically in this uh, assembly hall about how to avoid the ass crack bandit, which, uh, what were the three B's? Do you remember? Well, but before that, did you hear what Troy was saying? What did he he say? wants them to contribute money to fund a camera oh, yeah, in the, the bathroom. bathroom. Because That's the Dean's idea. If it's Dean's idea and because a camera in, the, in your bathroom is better than a quarter up your butt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the three B's were belts. Belts. I don't remember what the second one was. Oh, I know the third one is buddies. I should have written this down. Belts, something, and buddies. Yeah. Which the buddies led to the motto, uh, bend over with friends over, <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah. This is, I'm so happy that community is good again. I know we say that a lot. Briefs, this. briefs. Yes. Uh, belts, briefs, and buddies. Uh-huh. Bend over with friends over. Great show. Yes. And then, um, yeah, the, the bandit is in the bleachers and begins uh, cracking with, with, the various um, members. Uh, some, what are they called? Night vision goggles. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, so the Ashcrack Bandit puts, uh, he cracks Vicky. Uh-huh. And then everyone panics, uh, giving the Ashcrack Bandit a time to get away. Oh, uh, I don't know if it's after this or before this, but at some point, oh no, it's, it must be after this. Uh, so Jeff and Annie uh, think they, they have it down to one more person to investigate. Yes. And so they get to what I assume is like a botany. Yeah. Played well, by Ben Folds. What? Played by Ben Folds. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Okay. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. So who also um, wrote the Ascrack Bandit song from the end of this episode? Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's such a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he sings it at least. Um. And so they have like a, a dramatic chase through the crowded uh, plant aisles, <laughs> yes. knocking over many things. Yeah. And uh, when they finally catch catch up with the 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 teacher. He he goes. Oh, uh, he has pot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the dean is mad because they they broke school equipment. Yes, while doing their secret investigation of yes. teachers, which the dean didn't want. He didn't want them to investigate teachers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the, so the dean fires them. He takes them off the case. All oh, right, and and this is where the dean questions their relationship. Yes, he he starts. What you know? Maybe you're working together just to to <laughs> be close. To, and, yeah. 
And, to hang out in a semi-acceptable way, as he said. Yeah, which is funny coming from the dean. <laughs> yeah. Because immediately his punishment for Jeff... Is to become the water polo teacher. <laughs> yeah, which he didn't say it, but he was about to say that Jeff had to be wearing the speedo. water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they get a call from yeah, the from bandit. From the bandit, yes. And, and even the bandit calls this into question. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love the dean starts snapping at Rhonda. Yes. Which... In all these movies, these cop movies, where they get a call from the guy, the person snaps at somebody nearby, so they and they immediately the start yeah. tracing it. Yeah. Rhonda does not. Get, <laughs> just she doesn't. Him. She either doesn't care he or doesn't know. Throughout the entire call, oh, it's so and great. she just stares. She just stares like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so perfect. Um, so they the <laughs> when they say trace that call. Rhonda says, just look at the extension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, the, the dean traces it. Caught by looking at the list of extensions. And he sees that it's coming from the stable. Which they didn't know they had. They, the dean did not know they had. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get to the stable. Yeah. And it, and it appears to be populated by someone. Yes. Uh, got weird, weird drawings of robotic cats. <laughs> yes, there's a diagram. <laughs> diagram of a robot cat. Yep. Which gave me a bad flashback for a half a second f- yeah. to the end of season four. If you remember the diagram of the robot spider, uh, I try to forget those. Good. Things. So <laughs> I was like, "No, it's yeah. coming back." <laughs> <clears throat> but it wasn't. It something. Wasn't. Someone was coming back. Yes. And that someone was Alex Osborne. Yes. AKA Starburn. AKA Green Guy. Go- oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Osborne. What's the three? Yeah. Um, but no, Starburns. Yeah, no, uh, but I think it was really funny because he was wearing a blonde wig that barely covered his yes. hair that he drops as he runs. Which, so Jeff picks it up. Yeah, but you know where that wig is from. What is that wig from? That's from when we see him at the end of season three, the reveal that he had faked his death. He had blonde hair. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so Starburns had been hiding out in the stables. Yes, trying to make a cat car. Yep. Um, and what I like about this is anytime... Anytime someone is uh is doing is, is running a foul at greendale starburns always is the first person to get blamed yeah and usually did not do it no in this case he 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 cops to it he, yeah in he, order to get a lesser sentence yeah. as he explains <laughs> but he didn't do it yeah and, he Jeff, got, and really really the dean is committing if we can jump ahead here slightly the dean is committing a serious crime and that he he cops to dropping quarters into people's asses so that the dean will let the meth stuff fly yeah keep that in mind yeah he, he he is he is getting away with being a meth dealer by pretending to have dropped coins in people's asses yeah uh which yeah i guess i'd cop to that too yeah um imagine if that was the end of breaking bad <laughs> if uh, if hank was like uh you know, someone someone at the station has been driving quarters and people's No, it'd be another it would be another detective yeah. that comes into the station, has this has the the, the ass crack bandit yeah. and he steals away Walt yeah. from Hank. Oh jeez, that'd be that'd be a perfect ending. Um, so, that did not happen in Breaking Bad though. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. So, so um, uh Jeff realizes that it wasn't Starburns because he knows that it that Annie's right, it was a teacher. Yes. Annie is kind of willing to let it go. Yeah. Which is weird, right? Well, because she's kind of she's realizing that maybe they have a point about her and Jeff. Oh yeah, that's true. She's she so feels she's, kind of burned by yeah, it. Yeah, so she's kinda of, she's dropping it on that ground. Which which gives us that great moment. So Jeff grabs her shoulders and yeah. and she goes, What is this? And he goes, It's pl- platonic, platonic shoulder, shoulder grabbing. grabbing. <laughs> Here, and look, he, and then he grabs Leonard, <laughs> who immediately leans in for a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard knows what's up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so Jeff thinks it isn't over. Yes. So in order to celebrate, 
the dean is already prepared to have an ass crack. I we caught the ass crack yes. dance, which involves keeping Starburns in a cage and having people throw change at him. Uh-huh. And um, uh, 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 like the break comes uh, for Jeff when a Dave Matthews song is playing. Yes, and Starburns doesn't know who it is. Yes, and simultaneously, Annie is in a room with Duncan who reveals himself to be a very big Dave Matthews fan, but they didn't know that because he's on an older British version of Facebook. Yes. Which is how they found the other Dave Matthews fans. It's called Monk Scroll. <laughs> yes. And then Annie also spots that he has a large roll of quarters. Yes. Um, which is a specific scene from Zodiac as being parodied here, I believe. Right. Is this the one where the guy, uh, he's where in his Jake house Gyllenhaal goes, goes to, to that weirdo's house? Yeah, yeah. To get the poster, not the reel. Oh, yeah, but there were uh, he was in a room with a bunch of film reels. Yeah. That's why it's the association in my mind. Yeah, but that guy turned out to be nothing. That's why I... And Duncan also turned out to not be the... Yes, but that's why, like, so, some of Zodiac, I'm like, uh, you're just dramatizing, like, nothing. And then parts of Zodiac, I'm like, this is really good, guys. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll have a we'll, we'll have a shut up... Uh, oh, if I could recall, we'll have a shut Robert up... Robert Downey Jr.'s? Paul Avery. Mm, suck nice. it! Suck it! <laughs> yes! Um... <laughs> I knew which character you're going for. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> of course, everyone's telling him to shut up. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, definitely that exact scene because yeah. Annie drops her keys and Duncan says, "Why don't you just uh, pick those up, <laughs> bend over, and uh, get those?" Yeah, which I believe was Duncan trying to check out her ass. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So Duncan did have a sneaky reason to try to get her to bend over. I thought because um, because he says when Annie when Annie comes in, he says like, "Oh, when Britta's drunk, let me know." Yes. <laughs> and then Annie. Annie changes the subject. I thought he was going to make a lurid comment to her thinking, oh, you want to stay and talk to me? You yeah. must be interested. Yeah. Like, I, th- I thought that's where that scene was going, but it didn't go that way. Yeah. Also, the other thing with this scene is, <clears throat> real credit to the show in that, A, it was a par- I knew it was a parody of a scene in the Zodiac, and B, the stakes are only that she might get a quarter drop in her ass. <laughs> but I was, like, legitimately tense during this scene. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I think also because we don't want to believe Duncan is the ass crack bandit. Yeah. I, I, we don't want to believe that he's capable <laughs> of, such... of dropping American coins. <laughs> um, but anyway, she she uses her foot to bring the key up the wall and get it out there. Really move. I would have done the same. Yeah. She she books it. She gets out of there, uh, meets up with Jeff, says, hey, check it. Duncan's the ass crack bandit. And at that same time, Duncan walks out of his office. Yeah. Realizes his shoes are not tied to his British standards, <laughs> yes. which means they're just tied. Yeah. <laughs> Bends over and gets gets cracked. Yes. So that means it wasn't Duncan. It was not. So they run toward the direction they saw the ass crack bandit run in. Which now the the dance is spilled out into the hallways of the school, including the fog machine. Yes. <laughs> so they can't see. Uh, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, they turn the corner they, where they think the bandit goes. And they find Shirley. Which is shocking. Yes, but... She has shocking news. She she has shocking... She is not the ass crack bandit. Yeah. She has, in fact, just come to the dance to reveal that Pierce has died. I was like, what? Yeah, presumably for real this time. That's what uh, Real Neil says. Yeah. the Real Neil addresses his past as a, a heart attack faker. Yeah. And uh, says that Pierce has died. Do you think that implies that he died of a heart attack? Uh, I don't know. Because they actually don't mention how he dies. They do not. In this moment. Uh, they do not. Um, um, and this is, a, this is heavy. It is heavy. But I think it also fits with the, the weird uh, Zodiac parody. 
Yeah, I think it, I think it fits because yeah. the way that um, they they mimic Zodiac in such a perfect way that they even mimic the way that Zodiac jumps ahead like three months a year at a time. Yeah, oh, I'll jump ahead more than that sometimes. Well, yeah, but like yeah. in in Greendale time, they don't do time jumps. Yeah, but just like the length of the investigation. Yeah. makes it mimic that feel. Yes, without being tiring, it's like perfect. It's yeah. so good, and it's like um, <clears throat> you know, Peter. I mean, Chevy's not coming back again. No, so. Uh, it was nice that he came back as a hologram for that yeah. one little last thing, and then, uh, and now the character's gone. And I like that everyone was actually affected. It was, yeah, uh, it didn't, it wasn't played for laughs. It wasn't, uh, although they did, they did the farts. <laughs> they knew <laughs> Dr. exactly. Farts. Yeah. The fart jokes are never perfect. Yeah. But this Except one might be. Except on community. <laughs> this one might be. Yeah. Um, but even that, that wasn't, that wasn't really a joke at Pierce's expense necessarily. That was, uh. That was a joke how, about how you, it, it was affecting his death. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's at this point, uh, Britta, or no, uh, Annie, Annie and Jeff are like, well, maybe we will never know who did it. And yeah. so as Annie walks away, uh, Jeff says, maybe we'll never catch him. And he says, or her. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we get like this montage. Oh, yeah. Over the ass crack song. Yes. <laughs> Uh, of, of various people looking maybe suspicious. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. Are there any what, of those that you wanted to mention specifically? Um, nope. <laughs> no, I kind of liked when they went to, to Hickey. Yeah. He, he was, he was like wistfully looking at a newspaper clipping from his past where it, I think that implied how he got fired. Yes. Uh, where they, they said like police department purged after, uh, they can't catch a killer or something. Yeah, something like that. And then um, the other one was the dean and Rhonda playing quarters. Yes, and and Rhonda displaying um, uh, great skill at it. Yeah, thus implying that she could skillfully whip a quarter into someone's ass. Yeah, and the, that's and good. That is good. The dean was drinking on the job, unless that was just water. Uh, no, I think he was drinking on the job. It could yeah. have been after. It could have been after hours though. It could have been hanging out in his office. Okay. Um, him and Rhonda you think Rhonda what else is Rhonda gonna do I don't know she doesn't seem to like the Dean very much no I don't think that's true I think uh, I think that's just her way I think she's just kind of a no-nonsense lady who doesn't necessarily show uh, <laughs> but I, I think she likes the Dean fine uh, and then uh, uh, Britta when she's writing like a psych paper presumably yes she writes ass crack Britta yes and then has to delete it and type bandit yes uh, so there's uh, and there's more than that. There's other employees and and st- all the study group members are shown. Yeah, a random uh, f- uh, uh, cafeteria like a, lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's sort of implied that we may never know. Yeah, and which is fitting. It, it ends on a similar note to spoiler alarm for the film Zodiac. Well, spoiler alarm for real life. Yeah, uh, but specifically the movie ends on a very ambiguous note. Yeah, and the 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 words words on the screen. Yes, where uh, they never. Yeah, they've, they've never caught the ass Never caught him. Yeah. Starburns said he didn't do it. Starburns recanted his uh, yep. his confession, although the, the the official position of Greendale still remains that Starburns is the mm-hmm. ass crack bandit. Which is interesting. Um, I don't want to spoil... I'm going to spoil Zodiac, whatever. The, <laughs> it, it also ends with someone... Jake Gyllenhaal did it. Well, with someone he, dying. The last scene is a confession where he breaks character and says, I, actor Jake Gyllenhaal, was the Zodiac now killer. Now you think of the film, now, I now you see I started... Does that happen? <laughs> no, but it's a weird It's a weird twist in that one. Okay. 
Um, no, in Zodiac, it ends with someone dying, and then on the screen they say, since that person's death, no more cracking That's not how Zodiac ends. Well, kind of. Zodiac ends with uh, Liam McPoyle uh, at the airport. I love how you call him by his sunny name. Well, what's his real... I don't know. I don't know name. either. I know he's married to the one lady. But no, but he no, says it's the guy who did it, and then when that guy dies, the phone calls stop. Oh, yeah, that's Remember? True. Yeah. And that's how the black, the black text... The text on the black screen says that. Yeah. And that's... But the last... Yeah. yeah. And it's similar to this one. There's a death, and then it's like, oh, no more cracking. Also occurs. similar to the Law and Order episode, by the way, which I know was Starburn's death. Right. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, I think that's it. Do you think using the clues in this episode, you could figure out who did it? Because here are the clues. So it's a teacher. Yeah. Um, they used a computer program to, to fake the Their call voice. from the stable. Yes. Well, no. Uh, I thought Starburns called from the stable. No. As he part of his confession. He didn't call nobody. Remember? Oh, that's true. And, and Jeff found that thing plugged into the phone wires. Oh, yeah. You're you could right. easily fake uh, a stable call from those. Yeah, they had a redirect. Plugging right into that redirect. Um, <clears throat> and... Yeah, I think, I don't know if we can figure it out from the clues of the episode. Do you think it'll be revealed maybe later in the season? I kind of hope so. But at the same time, in the in the style of Zodiac, it, it should never be. Yeah. Uh, we know he's a Dave Matthews fan. Yeah, that doesn't help much. Um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm seeing some, there's mixed metaphors. That's maybe a clue towards Britta. Yeah. I'm the Mad Hatter if hats were butts. Come on, that doesn't sound oh, that like a Brita like line. A Brita. <laughs> sounds so much like a Brita line. <laughs> I don't um, know. We'll never know. We know it's not Troy. Was then when the Unless he cracked himself. Okay, don't be creepy. <laughs> Sorry, a little Zodiac reference for you. Oh, and the 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 thing at the end. What thing at the end? The oh, the Star- tag. Starburn's uh, cat car yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah, point a jab at Kickstarter, yeah. <laughs> Where uh, Starburn says if you invest in the in the cat car, you'll get a uh, t-shirt if you get $50. Yeah. Thank you, email for five. Both for $100. Yep. Um, what's I, I wish I'd written down the exact words he uses for the, uh, the dog. I'm, I'm looking for a dog. The rear... A rear dog Rear-mounted system. dog. Rear-mounted fear, dog. Fear yeah. system. <laughs> yeah, to, to move the cats. Yep. Uh, which is really great. Starboard is back. Love it. Great show. Yep. Ta- plugs? I don't know, man. <laughs> Twas then when the hoody goody man came singing songs of love. All right, so... I don't want to get sued by Donovan. I, better, I, I do another podcast called Nerds Eye View. Yeah. You can find it on that good old Benview Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, nevpodcast.com or slash nev. Yep. It's a, a weekly podcast about movies and a little bit of TV. You know it. It's with myself, Matt Esposito, and Jordan Scott, and some of their friends of the show, including mm-hmm. Thomas Willett and Matt Benson over there. That's right. Uh, we will be relaunching on the, uh, was it the 14th? It's next, Why it's, are you asking next me? Week. <laughs> it's next week. Yeah. Uh, on next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, we don't have uh, one review. We're going to do, uh, each of us are going to talk about different movies that came out uh, while we were gone. Gotcha. Uh, mostly focusing on things that we think will, you know, win awards and stuff. Yes. Because those noms are coming soon. The world's end. We'll win 12 Oscars, I predict. Yes. And that came out in December. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I've taken over the Oscars this year. It's just been announced. God damn. That's why the world's end is going to win them all. Interesting. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. The host decides who wins, so it's. Ellen. No, I mean, I've taken it's over Ellen the. I've taken over the deciding of the Oscars. Oh, okay. They've done away with the Academy system and and given complete control over to me. Okay. Good. Yeah. 
The, they're not going to try electoral college. I hear that's really good. No, no, it's uh, it's now a dictatorship uh, <laughs> with me in charge. Okay, keep keep it going. Um, you can check out my shows on BenViewNetwork.com. They are Benson's Boombox, uh, Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show, and Popsicles. All on BenviewNetwork.com. You can um, follow me on Twitter, where I am at Doctor Matt Benson. You can follow the show on Twitter, which is um, at ShutUpLenPod. If you uh, if you tweet us, you'll get a mention on the show. Just like uh, our good friend Philly Cat, aka King James, he's always tweeting at us. You can um, you can email us at ShutUpLenderPodcast at gmail.com. and you can uh, do stuff to us on iTunes, which we would like. You can uh, rate us, you can review us, you can subscribe to us. If you review us, you will get a mention on the show, but only if you're from America, because fuck the rest of the world. <laughs> That's just um, how iTunes does it. It's iTunes official policy. They do, they do not show us other countries' reviews unless we are in those other countries, which I don't care for. I think it's xenophobic, and I don't like it, and uh, I'm calling you out, iTunes. It is rather odd. You should also vote for us on podcastland.com as a podcast of the month. Uh, they Since it updates every month, if you haven't voted this month, please go and vote. We'll put a link in the details, but if you just go to podcast podcastland.com and search for Shut Up Leonard, you'll find us. You put in your email, uh, you click the vote button, they'll send you an email, you click confirm, you voted. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Simple. Simple, efficient, effective. That's the podcast land way. Good. Are we plugging anything else? Uh, you know, I thought you were looking up if we had any reviews or anything. Well, I was, but we didn't have any in America, so now I'm just kind of randomly checking other countries. Good. Um, none from Canada. None from our friends in the north. Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.